the Target Podcast. Hello and uh, welcome to this week's edition of Hit the Target Podcast. We are here to discuss the much-anticipated first round of the MTN8 Wafa Wafa. I am your host, Mark Stridham, and with me in studio today is Amlu. Welcome, Amlu. Thank you, Mark. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Fine, thank you, sir. Um, this weekend, two standout fixtures in the MTN8. Looking forward to it. Kaiser Chiefs taking on Mamelodi Sundowns while Stellenbosch take on Orlando Pilots. Let's get straight into to the first fixture, the first leg of the, the MTN8 Chiefs take on Mamelodi Sundowns at FNB Stadium. We we know that um, the fans are, are very frustrated. Kaiser Chiefs, they on the eight-year trophy drought. They really need a trophy. How do you, do you see Chiefs going about ending this trophy drought? Uh, firstly, it's... <laughs> I haven't realized it's been that long for Amakosi without a cup. It's 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 embarrassing when you think about the name of of the club. But uh, I, again, I don't see this as their season. Normally, you, you you can just guess or tell or predict by the club's early early season form. I don't think Kaza Chiefs are gonna have uh, any luck this this season. I wish I could say this is their cup, but Sundowns are in great form, which doesn't guarantee you the the cup in itself, but. Just sundowns are in a much much higher level than Kaza Chiefs at the moment. So, as you're saying, um, Chiefs need a trophy. They come up against Sundowns and they've lost their previous three meetings with Sundowns, and they're hoping to avoid a fourth. Um, do you see them pinching the win, or is it another loss for the Amokosi? I mean, la, the the when they met earlier on in the season in the league, I felt like uh, the Chiefs gave a good account of themselves. They had obviously they were missing a few players. They had a few players booked uh, and some were injured, and then some uh, guys have joined the squad since that game. So I do feel like they have a better chance than they did uh, a few weeks back when the when the sides met in the league. Um, what I saw. Just pound for pound, when the teams were meeting, where we're playing, I saw like uh, Kaza Chiefs did one two match uh, Sundowns, and it's something that probably every team in the PSL uh, is 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 convinced of now that we can match Sundowns as good as they are. We can go toe to toe with them, uh, exactly like how Morgan Mamila has been galvanizing his chipper side to say every team in the PSL we can go toe to toe. So I don't think Kaza Chiefs will be looking for a different approach, but just to win this game, and it's the first leg, so just to make the work lighter for them when they go to to play with Sundowns in the second leg. Nice. Um, I just want to touch on on the technical team of Kaiser Chiefs by demoting um, Otto Zwane to to reserve coach and appointing Molef Inteki as head coach. Does was that a a good decision from the board, or does it come back and and bite him again? Well, we we can only wait and see. But uh, if 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 the First few results of the season are anything to go by. It was a bad decision. You can look at the the past four games and say um, last season Atazwane as well as Dylan Shepard had some sort of chemistry, to not just between the two of them as coaches, but with the whole team as a structure. So it's it's almost uh, hard to call it now. But you look at the fact that they've lost three games where they should have won. Those games they've lost games where they're not playing as well as they should be and. Some fans will go on to say that Chiefs towards the end of last season were playing probably much better 
And that just shows you that it can take some time for a coach to gel with the team. That was Atazwana last season. They let him go. And then now they have to probably go for the same trial again with the Molefinse again, wait and see how long does it take for him to get his messages across to the to the to the club. To the players. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the the Chiefs fans are unforgiving. They they expect results immediately, especially with, with how big Kaiser Chiefs That's are. That's true. And I believe they, they have done some nice work in the transfer season. They they've recruited some some good players. Um Pule Modi. Um he's been like a standout for me. Um they've they've come up with a good team that um, I believe that can compete at the highest level mm-hmm. and hopefully they can they can end that eight year trophy drought. Yep. Um Staying on with Kaiser Chiefs and Mamalodi Sundowns, let's get into Mamalodi Sundowns. Um, we all know they're a super team and um, they're playing a good brand of football. And currently they five wins from five wins, 15 points out of 15. Um, what do you make out, out of the Sundowns team? Uh, I think they've raised the bar in the PSL, which is very, very good for the league. It's good for the country, maybe good for the continent because they've also just given a good name of, of, of sundowns across Africa. I think this is the turning point that we, as every team in the country, we need to reach that. You know, every team needs to look at themselves and, and just decide that we need financial backing, we need tactical awareness, we need a coach who's probably uh, invested in the culture of the club. A lot of, a lot of clubs could learn from sundowns. Just put aside the financial aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Just look at how they've, they've, they've groomed Rulani Mokwena to be where he is. Look at all those years where he used to assist Pito and, and he's been under, under his belt for, for a very long time. And the same thing can be said about the players who are there. There's players there like Kataswana who's been there. They know the philosophies of many different coaches who've been there. And it, it's just something that you've, it's, it's, it's growth for, for, for SA football and you wish that, uh, more clubs would just catch on to that. Yeah. Um, staying with Sundowns, um, they got a long list of, of injuries in their team, but they always seem to, to just find a way to, to continue to win, to keep their standards. And if one top player is injured, they bring in another one. It's called depth. Yeah. And, and, and you have to also give it to, to Rulani and his technical team, Mangobamuniti uh, and company. It, it shows you that, I mean, if Sundowns didn't have the depth of squad that they do have, we'd all be questioning their, their quality. Because having, having won the league last season, if they hadn't had that depth, they'd be losing a lot of games in the, in the early stages of this season. So it's, it's well planned out for, for, for from, from, from the coaches. It means that they know what they're doing, even in, in months to come. And it's not just about the, the players getting injured. There's going to come a time where some players are going to leave for international duty. Some people are going to have to be suspended. But still, Sundowns will just remain that team that will always be favourites, no matter who they're playing in the country. They come in as favourites away or home. Yeah, yeah. Sundowns certainly have, have established that, that pedigree, whether it's away in Africa or locally, you know. Yep. They just seem to be a, a superpowers. Um, I just want to touch on, on Steve Compeller, um leaving Sundowns. Was that a, a good decision for him and a bad one for Sundowns, or does it work hand in hand for for both teams? It, it I'd assume that it works hand in hand. The it, it there had to come a time where Rulani Mokwena was given that sole coach position to test where 
he or how far he is as a coach, as a mentor. Remember, he's still probably one of the youngest coaches we have in the PSL. And I'd love to see him one day in the national team. So this just all goes uh, well for him just to build his sort of CV, his resume. Uh, because the longer he stays in that setup of co-coaches where there's three or two coaches, it just sort of discredits uh, his, his credentials to say he was the sole person who took Sundown from the first day of the season to the last one. Yeah. So I'm sure as a, as a coach, personally, he'd, he's going to be targeting every type of silverware there is just to prove to not only himself, but the country that he is the, probably man in charge. the best coach or if not yeah. one of the best we have at the moment. Oh, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like I, I had a chance to, to meet him. I think it was last week. They mm. played Richards Bay. Yep. He's, he's such a nice person. He, 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 he loves his team. The mm. way he, he goes about his work, yep. everything is, is according to plan. He has a structure and, and it shows in, in his team, you yep. know. And um, I believe that uh, he will be going all out to, to, to win everything. To win everything. That's, blame, yeah. that's for sure. Sundowns wouldn't expect anything less because, you know, Sundowns have uh, basically set that standard to say there has to be some sort of silverware coming in each and every season. So, Mokwana has been there for, I think, 10 years, if not longer. Yeah. So he's, he's well-versed in, in the culture of that club. Um, they, they take on Polokwane City tonight. How do you see that game planning out before they face um, Kaiser Chiefs this weekend? It's, it's going to give them sort of uh, like a, a gauge or, or coach to say how far they are uh, and where... Kaiser Chiefs will be able to uh, to to sort of uh, expose them. Remember, Polokwane City are only uh, just newly promoted, promoted from yeah. from from the NFT, and I wouldn't really give them much of a chance here. But anything can happen in football. But I just see this as a sort of like a practice run for Rolani to give some of his players this run and some just game time for sure. Because yeah. he can afford to do that, having won all his all his league games so far. He's scored like ten goals in in all those games. So yeah. It's impressive. He can he can afford just to use this one game to just check squad who, rotation exactly, just yeah. to check which player might just make uh, most of the opportunities. Uh, yeah, Sundowns is, is really looking like a force to be reckoned with. Um, moving on to Stellenbosch and Orlando Pirates. Um, Pirates to me this season looked like a well galvanized team. Yep. Um, Jose Riviero continuing with his. Incredible work doing with the team, uh, changing the culture of the team. Um, everybody's bought into his philosophy. Mm. Um, they've recruited well. Um, everybody's on the same page, um, going for the same goals, the same ambitions. Yep. And um, they are the defending champions of, of the MTN8 and the Nedbank Cup. Yep. Um, what do you make of, of, of Pirates so far this season? They're having a, they're having a good season. Uh, I mean, obviously their starts can be can be questions, like mixed results. But if we just look at the club as a whole, you have, have to be impressed. Uh, since uh, Rivero came in, he's just sort of had an idea where he wants the club to be and they're slowly getting where he wants them to be. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the less said about Zakele Lepasa, the better. Yeah. I mean, the guy's just basically terrorized the, the league now. Everybody's afraid to play against him because he's going to score a goal. So that's the level that uh, Jose Rivero has taken the Buccaneers to. Sure, I just wanna wanna stay on 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 Zakele Lapasa. I think it's nine goals in all competitions mm. now for the start of the season. He scored a wonderful goal last night in the tunnel victory against um, Cape Town City. Um, I'd like to think that um, going on uh, going out on on loan really changed his game and and put some fire in his belly. 
It does that. It does. Uh, it, it just sometimes as a player, you need that wake up call to say, you know, it's either you take uh, control of your career or you're going to just be moving from one club to the next without any any games under your belt. So he, he had to wake up. He had to wake up from that and just smell the coffee and realize that he is one of the best strikers the country has. I think when 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 the Bafana Bafana coach Hugo Bruce came in, he identified Zakir Lepasa as probably one of the best uh, strikers we have in the country. So he's, he's now just starting to live up to that name. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's really looking like a, a player in top form. I just want to stay on, on the players too. I want to name um, um, Rileboile Mafo King. Um, that boy, I think his ceiling is yeah, it's endless. Um, yeah. How far do you think this boy can go? And and it's it's with this say it's you 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 just sort of hope that he can go as high as he can because we've seen so many players that we can put in the same basket, you yeah. know, and say they're just as talented as as, as Mofo King, but never made it to to. To reach their full potential. You know, yeah. And also just to leave the country. Sometimes you play ten seasons in the in the PSL and you 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 like one, Stay. Of, one of the best for mm. that for, for that period of ten years and you never leave the country, you never get to, to get exposed to, to the to the European competition. Maybe maybe even countries like Saudi, yeah. you know, another option now. But you know, just to answer your question, I really love to see that man go as far as football can take you, you know, just yeah. to the biggest stage. Because we look at, I'll just say it, you look at the likes of Mbappe and their young age and how they've been nurtured at that young age. There's no reason why someone like Mofoken cannot be uh, taken to those heights. I totally agree with you. I myself, in my opinion, I, I really like the way he plays. He's smooth. His, his, his touches on the yep. ball, his impact on the game, his link-up play. Everything, yeah, his, his whole game is, is almost complete at this young age. Yep. And I just want to um, touch on another player that, that Pirates brought in. For me, it looks like he's, he's the clue to everything that happens in this Pirates team, and that's Msangwani. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but that player is really looking like the player they, they must in that midfield. Yep, yep. That's, that's, that's also just to testament as to... Uh, Jose Rivero's scouting abilities. He knows uh, what type of player is missing in the team. He knows what they can do when they come in there. And yesterday was probably Masongani's best game in, in a Pirates t-shirt so far. He was able just to express himself. You could see he's playing in a very good mood. Mm. And and just the win is like a cap on top of yeah. the, the good performance. And second league goal of the season as yeah. well. Yeah. So I, I can only hope that from here now he, he, he features more and then obviously the more he plays the better he gets. Yeah, and Pirates look like they can go all the way. They have still got players coming in from injury. Yep, and I did tip them to to win the league, but (laughs) we'll talk about that later. Yeah, myself. (laughs) So moving on to Estelle and Bosch, who will be facing Pirates in the the second um, semi-final. Steve Parker, seven years with the club. Um, How do you make... Steve Barker, what 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 do you do you see? How how's his quality being for the team? What do you make of this um, Stellan Bosch side? Well, obviously Steve Barker has, has been mentored by by one of the greatest coaches the continent has ever seen, the late uh, Clive Barker. So, I I would assume that he's 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 taken in everything that you can take from Clive Barker. You know, we. I would have loved to just chat with the man, you know, mm. in, in in his days. But having having been in the same family with him, you you might have learned more than any coach in the country. You know, he's he's mentored so many people, but 
how about the people who actually live with him i would i would imagine also it it was always in his plan to to just commit to a club like uh, stellenbosch which has a very very impressive you know youth structure where yeah. young players are being cooked left right and center they're producing stars which are going like overseas to to yeah. trial for teams so he he wouldn't want to, to to move and put himself out there as a coach who's who's going to go from club to club seven years is a long time and yeah. he's now just starting to look like the team is just starting to to look menacing they're yeah. starting to compete they are in the top six uh, in the early stages of the season so that's impressive he will he's going to want to stay there for for the longest time Yeah I think um Steve Parker committing his future to the club for so long has has just brought some stability which which every club needs for for whatever ambitions they have you know and um I just want to touch on on the Staley's uh, Pirates they beat the Soweto Giants 1-0 in the season opener do you think um they can repeat that performance they can repeat the performance for sure but uh The result is a different story. Uh I did feel like Pirates in that game were just their knees were like filled with packets of water <laughs> for lack of a better statement. Yeah. But I mean, look at look at how Pirates have performed since that defeat, you know, it was like a wake up call earlier in the season. Yeah. And that's what you want. Maybe if you're going to lose your games, just lose them earlier on and then pick up and never and never slack again. So it it's really it's really going to be an, an interesting game. I do expect Stellenbosch to be as as tough as they were if not tougher yeah but pirates are superior they've they've just been cruising past past a lot of teams and i think still is going to suffer the same fate yeah and i i like um steve parker we he introduces these young players yep. coming into the team um i love to see it and i'm also happy to see that their life after losing junior mendieta possibly their best player yeah Uh, they haven't looked out of place they they seem to just carry on with their work yeah I, I, you know what that's basically the 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 reality that every coach has to face you know every league has probably four five six big teams that are going to just takes and and sign players it happens everywhere we've seen sundowns getting some criticism from 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 majority of of the country that they're buying uh certain players from a certain club that I won't mention yeah. but it, but it's the nature of the game i mean yeah. it's not like anyone is being like dragged to 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 clerk up or or wherever but yeah. I, i just feel like it's it's all it's all in 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 the coach's plans as well as the club's financial uh, abilities to retain players so when a player leaves to to supposedly greener pastures it it's it's just yeah. that you know you have to elevate your career but you can look at a team like Stellenbosch and their connection to to Europe you know they've got a lot of clubs who are just watching them to 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 scout yeah, exactly so you 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 want to decide if you want to jump from club to club as a player or you want to risk it and just hope that uh your efforts here are going to be noticed elsewhere yeah yeah no i i agree Um and also sc- scoring goals and 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 winning games for for Stellenbosch they were only outscored by Sundowns and Orlando Pirates in the league last year. Um Ikram Rainers um the talisman leading the line for for Stellenbosch uh Mteto in the midfield I think he's a solid player. Yeah. Um Van Veke has come in he's look superb for for Stellis. Yeah. Um Dylan or Dylan Titus has come from the MDC. Yeah. He's look um a strong player the young. They've also put in this uh Khaukhelo Sekota from from, from Chiefs, Chiefs yes. which is 
you know, he felt that he wasn't being maybe appreciated by the Soweto Giants and he just wanted to revive his career. And I think still he has to be probably the best place to go if you want to do that, if not the likes of Supersport and Cape Town City now. Yeah, so, yes, um, that is the two fixtures for the MTN8 first round this weekend where we see Kaiser Chiefs take on Mamelodi Sundowns and Stellenbosch take on Orlando Pirates. Um, just before we end, I just want to touch on Bafana Bafana and their friendlies coming up. What do you, you make of, of Bafana going into these friendly games? Well, they've, they've had a... I mean, it's a good year for them. They haven't lost a game since that 1-0 defeat to, to Morocco last year. You know, that's, that's a good stat to build on. Uh, and when you look at the way the league has begun now, it's just... It's fire. People are scoring goals, especially the likes of of, of Lepasa, who are, you know, the pillar of that Bafana Bafana team at the moment. So all the all the players who have have been called up are doing well for their respective teams. I expect them to take that form and transfer it into the national setup because Namibia we can win that game with, with all due respect. You know, the same yeah. goes for for DRC. We should be better than these teams and just win them. Yeah. The, um most of, of the players that, that have been introduced into the club are certainly doing their things for for their respective clubs. True. I just hope um, Zakele Lepasa continues this this hot form. And um, our overseas-based players, I also want to touch on, on Lyle Foster. He scored his first yeah. Premier League yeah. goal. I was very happy when I saw that. Uh, I mean, it's, it is bittersweet to have to score your first Premier League goal and then lose the to lose the game, but... Yeah, they were up against a very, very tough of opposition, but good goal. Yeah. I think it's, I stand to be corrected, it's the first South of African, yeah. yeah, it's the first goal a South African has scored in the Premier League, I think in 10, if not more yeah. years. I think Steven Pienaar was the last person to represent us on a, on a goal scoring sheet in the Premier League. But Lyle Foster has got the stage right, right in his feet. He's got this whole season, he knows that he's going to have to prove himself. But if whatever happens to, to Burnley this season, he has to work for himself and make sure that he attracts some, some club to come yeah. and take him from there. He, he is currently the, the ninth South African to score in the Premier League currently. Um, do you think that our overseas-based players like Percy Tau, Lyle Foster and the other players, do you think um, playing in the European leagues, um, learning how they play football, do you think they can rub off on our local players? Yeah, it's... That is a, a difficult question because, uh, like, you, Percy Tau, Lyle Foster, and, and, and Lebo Motiba, there's just a whole list. It's not, these are not the first players we've had from SA go to overseas, right? So we, we had a bunch of players go play there, but it, it didn't really quite work that way. Uh, there was a period where Bafana Bafana was really playing well, and they had, like, if not eight uh South Africans based overseas, but that was just talent on its own and yeah. probably probably nice tactical coaching. But I don't really see that as, as something that Bafana Bafana can rely on or South Africa. I mean, we, we have a nice league set up here right at home. It it, it doesn't really have to be about who's, who's uh, getting the better uh, mentorship or better coaching. What I would like to see more is, is, is more of our players going abroad, not just because it benefits the, 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 the Bafana Bafana setup, but it just gives our league a bit more credibility. We can't have 
been running this PSL for more than 30 years, but we've got like a very short list of players who yeah. actually make it, to, make it to Europe. And that's not the the full scope of, of the country. We've got multi, multi, multi uh, like channels of, of, of talent that we can tap into, but we just, we just choose not to, I guess. But yeah. I'd really love to see more, 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 more SA players getting a chance to, to go abroad. Bafana um, Bafana coach, a, a Hugo Blues. Um, he's, I won't say he's done an incredible job, but he's, he's done a better job bringing a Bafana to a certain level. They're not playing very bad football. And I think these two friendlies will, will just help the team reach a higher level going, going forward. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, they beat Congo and Namibia? I think they do. Uh, obviously, that depends on on. We haven't really had the 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 twenty three man squad the, who is actually going to be playing, but I do trust Hugo Bruce to to select the best of 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 the lot. Um, I, I mean, I cannot see Bafana Bafana losing these games, yeah. and I also I'd like to think that whoever selected these games wanted just to boost the confidence of of Bafana Bafana more than anything because. We are just edging closer and closer to to the Afcon tournament and in Cote d'Ivoire next year, so it you don't want to 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 fix yourself and then lose in your preparations because it it is going to dip the morale of the team. Yeah, these games should be a win for for Bafana Bafana. Yeah, so that's it um, uh, to to all the listeners out there. You heard it first on Hit the Target podcast. And um, Amlo, thanks for joining me on this podcast. Thank you. Until next time. Cheers. Hit the target.